You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Yo. Yo, it's time to talk that sports talk with Cooper and Big Man. Tackle this beat Don't ever count us out Cause we always kicking out We go raw for the people And put the smack down on the street New Desperados in town We going all elite Mess around Got a triple double on them Something like OG Slam ducking on them We got what you want We got what you need We bringing in heat You wanna talk this and that But we want that Hall of Fame stack You always see us swinging for the fences so watch out, ladies and gents, cause we hit the last strategy section. And you know we gonna keep you guessing. Tag teaming on these haters, sending up blessings. We gonna keep praying for you, cause you know that old saying, don't hate the player, hate the game. See, that's the thing that separates us. We're on that road to greatness, and there ain't no stopping us. We them go-getters and we gonna go get it Shutting it down like a no-hitter With three balls and two strikes, two away We throwing that splitter, you never seen it coming Something like an arcade, whoa We gonna keep the crowd jumping And if you ain't down with that, we got four words for you Cause it's Sports Talk with Cooper and Big Man Welcome back to another Sports Talk with Cooper and Big Man. This is Big Man, and as always, joining me is my brother Cooper. Cooper, how you doing, brother? What's going on, Big Man? How you doing? I'm tired. It's been yes. a long week. Yes, the holiday week is just... I'm tired, too. Yeah, it's been, a, it's been an interesting week, to say the least. Yeah. But we all hope you had a happy holidays Merry and a Merry Christmas, and we are ready to talk some wrestling talk. And talk about what happened last Sunday at TLC. Let's do this, man. Alright, first up we had Drew McIntyre taking on AJ Styles in a tables, ladders, chairs match for the WWE Championship. 
Brother, this match was insane. This match was crazy, dude. It was back and forth the whole time. Um, what I was kind of surprised about was almost didn't really get involved too much. Right. So, it was kind of like a fair fight, which I, I really enjoyed this because mm-hmm. everybody's been wanting to see Drew McIntyre versus AJ Styles. For quite some time. And yeah. uh, the fact that we got to see it in TLC was, was even better. So, there you go. Absolutely, man. Uh, AJ came out strong, went right after uh, Drew's knee. That uh, was injured the previous week on Monday night um, a little bit when he was, you know, attacked by M, the Miz, and Morrison. Yeah. Um, so, and it was still bothering him a little bit, and that's what AJ was working on the knee for most of the match. And it looked like we were starting to get a uh, <clears throat> moment of clarity about the winner of this match as, uh, you know, McIntyre is getting ready to climb the ladder only to be attacked by the Miz. Yeah. Yeah, you called it, dude. The Miz did get involved. <laughs> he did. Um, but not quite in the fashion that we thought he would. Yeah. Uh, Miz came in, attacked uh, Drew McIntyre. AJ was already laid to waste, and uh, so they called in for the cash-in. Uh, Morrison was giving out the briefcase to the referee. The referee uh, made the announce. Well, told the announcer to make the official announcement, make it a triple threat. Miz started to climb the ladder only to be cut off by almost. Yeah. And this is after it's already made official, so you know. He yeah. cashed in. Almost yeah. gets involved and uh, puts him to a table. Yeah. Uh Morrison then tried to attack almost with a chair, which shattered on him completely. That was that was insane, dude. I was like, What? Why? I was like, did we just see that? Yeah. It was crazy what just happened there. Uh, and then uh, almost would chase off Morrison to backstage, uh, trying to hunt him down for being attacked by him, uh, leaving the three combatants. It was back and forth the rest of the way. It seemed like it could have gone to anybody at any point. Uh, <clears throat> even having a battle between the three of them on top of the ladder featuring Drew McIntyre, AJ, and The Miz. Yeah, that was pretty pretty cool to see. Yeah. But uh, after uh, knocking off Drew McIntyre, McIntyre pushed both ladders that were sitting next to each other simultaneously, knocking both AJ and The Miz off the ladder, climbing it, and finally winning. Well, actually, after he knocked them out, he then Claymore kicked The Miz, then climbed the ladder, retaining his championship. Yes, this was a very good match. But there was a there was a point in that match when, when uh, he did knock... AJ off the ladder. Well, when he hit him, put him through a table on the outside. Yeah. And you're like, man, I think he just broke AJ's ass bone. <laughs> to which then the commentator, the lead commentator for Raw, turned around and said, I think he just shattered AJ Styles' aspirations for becoming champion. Yeah. Which was just hilarious. And we just busted up laughing. It was, it was a great time. Because, you know, it's still kind of the same thing. He said shattered his butt, ass bone. Dude, literally, it looked ass- like it, it could have broke his ass bone. Yeah, and the way he landed, yeah, it looked like it. So, uh, it was a great match. Drew retains his uh, WWE Championship, and The Miz is no longer money in the bank holder. Yeah, and the Scottish <clears throat> Terminator is still the Terminator. Yep. There you go. Well, he told him to get his Irish bastard ass up. 
freaking ladder. <laughs> dude, I was yelling and screaming at this whole match. I was excited, dude. I had fun with it. <clears throat> yeah, you did. All right, next up, man, we had SmackDown's Women Champion Sasha Banks taking on the untouchable Carmella. Yes, this match was a very good match. Actually, it was back and forth pretty much the whole way. Yeah. Um, Carmella came out pretty strong, though, trying to uh, you know beat Sasha Banks for this championship. <clears throat> it was um, it was a great battle back and forth. Uh, heavy hitting all around. Big, big moves Definitely, everywhere. Yeah, man. Uh, Reversals back and forth. Yeah. It was like, whoa, dude. It was crazy. Back, and, It was just like, what in the world are we watching? It was great entertainment. Uh, and then, uh, <clears throat> uh, excuse me, uh, Carmella was locked into the bank statement at one point until her concierge came up and saved her from, from that, which then, of course, uh, Sasha <laughs> Banks made way stuff. What is it with Carmella, dude? Why is she always going to have somebody come out to, to back her up when well, I know she is just that damn good? She could actually, I mean, to be honest, she is that good. She doesn't need the help. Well, right now, this is basically just character po- standpoint right now. I know. Based but off it's, her being it's, this. Like, it's the same thing she did with James Ellsworth. It's just something different now. Yeah. It's like, come on, just go out there and let her beat some ass. She is a badass, dude. Yeah. It's just the, what they're doing with her character sometimes. I'm like, what is this shit? Right. So. I mean. Every it's, once in a while. It's, a, it's good every once in a while to switch it up. So we'll see what happens with it. I just Yeah, I don't know if this is going to be the end quite yet. Yeah. So, But uh, Sasha Banks did end up um, retaining the women, uh, SmackDown Women's Championship after uh, putting her into a bank statement. A deep bank statement, too. She wrenched on her neck pretty well. Yeah, so we both called this one. Yeah, we did. That she would win. So. Yeah. Alright, next up we had the Hurt Business taking on the New Day for the Raw Tag Team Titles. Boy, howdy, this was a, this, this was a bit of an upsetting match for me because of how it finished. But we'll get to that in just a second. But, you know, it was a good match. Uh, yeah, Shelton but, Benjamin looked in good shape, finally. Yeah. It's been the first match actually seeing him wrestle where he actually finally looks like he's in wrestling shape. Not that he's, I don't know, he just seemed, when he came back, a little bit off and a little bit slow, but now it finally seems that he's finally got back into his rhythm His yeah. rhythm that he had um, when he was last in the WWE, and uh, Cedric Alexander showing good good skills. Dude, Cedric Alexander is the bomb. I mean, I yeah. don't really care for the whole Hurt Business thing, right? but you know what? I mean, it is what it is. So. Yeah. Uh, New Day was, I don't know, man. They seem to be off since uh, the split. After the draft with Big E. Uh, yeah, and I, I'm thinking this is the end. The end is drawing near for the new day, and we're moving on to different pastures. I won't say greener because I do like the new day, and I think they're a good faction, and I don't understand the whole switching it up and, and splitting them apart unless it's. Unless it's something with them where they all decided that's what they wanted, which is quite possible. Yeah. Because you know they they are all they are all good singles competitors too, so we'll see what happens with it. But we will. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see you know 
what happens. Kofi, of course, is the longest tenured and most prestigious of them as it stands right now. But, yeah. but all three of them um, really do have, like you said, great singles capability. So you definitely and, will see. So, And I think we're just scratching the surface with Xavier Woods <clears throat> because Xavier Woods has been dealing with injury after injury after injury. And now that this is, you know, is what it is, it can give him more of a time to shine. Because, I mean, I think that when Big E is a part of all that, Big E's the muscle. Big E goes in there and he, you know, decimates pretty much everybody. Right. And then they get the win. But mm-hmm. with, with Xavier Woods and Kobe Kingston... They really have to wrestle to get there. Yeah, to, to get them. that win, right? And it's hard to also do the. I'm not saying antics. it's a bad thing that Big E was involved. But I'm <clears> just no. saying this gives them more of a time to shine. Yeah. So. Well, and that too, and then when Big E, because Big E was mostly the one always competing, no matter which one of the other two was his partner, leaving the other ones to kind of play off as being the uh, distractor. You know, yeah, the antagonists yeah. for the group were like, hey, you know, Woods did it for the longest time where he'd all of a sudden, in the middle of the match, just start playing the trombone out of nowhere, yeah. distracting the opponents. And standing so. out by the, by the, you know, crowd and just making noise and going nuts. Yeah, so it worked out. So, but the Hurt Business took care of business in this sense when they, uh, um, I don't know, it's... It's still a bit of a tension there going on because uh, Shelton Benjamin looked like he was ready to put the match away until uh, Cedric Alexander tagged himself in and finished off uh, Kofi with the, uh, what was it called? The, uh, the lumbar check? Yeah, the lumbar check. Yeah. Um, I don't know what's going on. There, there's there's trouble in paradise, to be honest. Hmm. No pun intended. Sorry, yes. New Day. <laughs> yeah. uh, wow. But I'm just saying, you know, uh, there's trouble there, and we'll see what happens. We'll see how it plays out. But uh, I don't think they'll keep the titles very long, especially if they're, they're already feuding with each other. Right. They're not going to keep the titles very long, and the New Day will find a way to get them titled back. Yeah, I, I think so, too. Um, of course, unless they decide to go their separate ways at some point. Yeah, and I mean, right now, if they decided to do that, it'd be the perfect timing. Yeah. So, we'll see what happens with it. We will. All right, next up, we had Asuka with a mystery opponent taking on the WWE Women's Tag Team Champs, Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. Cooper, the partner was a mystery, and we were wrong. (laughs) Completely, dude. (laughs) We did not see this coming. Oh, man, I was like, what? Yeah. What? This, This surprise is... Usually held for things that happen next month in January at the Rumble is when you usually get comebacks like this. This is an epic comeback. Yes. Six months in the making, we had the return of the queen, Charlotte Flair. Woo, baby. Woo! I'm so happy to see her back. You know, I know everybody says, oh, well, Charlotte, Charlotte, you're all just trying to, you know, hype her up and make her out to be like her dad, but she is very highly talented. She is. She brings a different kind of feel to the women's roster, and it's nice to see her back. And not only that, but just, it was a good match all around, which is like, it was like, 
You don't even look like you have any ring rust. All right, she did not look like she had any rust. I was like, what? I know, it was crazy. I was just like... She's just a um, natural, dude. That's yeah. it. It's in her blood. It is. She managed to hit Shayna Baszler with natural selection to pin the ch- pin the champs and take home the gold with Asuka. What I do like is because Asuka and Charlotte have one of the best rivalries. And what's funny about this, too, is you and I were just talking about, like, who's going to knock them off? Because there's nobody really... Bam. And this is, like, the... It's a team, too, that just kind of shocks you. You're like, yeah, they, they make they, such great rivals. Great rivalry, right? It was, like, one of the best because Oscar always annoyed the crap out of Charlotte. I know, and they both were just on a streak for so long and just, and 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 the rivalry they had, you know, the Queen versus the Empress. And just, yeah. It's, it was great. It, was, it made for great, a great match, too. It's great to see those two together this is gonna be who's gonna knock them off their pedestal because right them two women they're crazy well and they're queens and empresses and all that other stuff so well we'll see who takes that spot because what, what be will knock them off is their own their own ego because deep down charlotte flair knows she should be top of the women's division and oscar is on top of the women's division as Raw Women's this Champion. This is true. This could set up for the freaking Rumble <laughs> set up all the way to WrestleMania. So. Yeah, so this could be interesting. We'll see what happens. So, Because that's how Flair thinks of herself. Is she's, oh, yeah. she's top dog in the women's division. And right now, Asuka's reigning as Raw Women's Champion. So that will make things very interesting indeed. All right, next up, we had Roman Reigns, the Universal Champion, taking on Kevin Owens in another team. L.C. Tables, ladders, chairs, match. Koopa, what the hell? <laughs> this match was crazy. I mean, Kevin Owens, fight Owens, fight. And, dude, that is what that man did in this match, dude. Yeah. He kind of surprised me because, you know, Kevin Owens, he's a great wrestler, don't get me wrong, but... I don't know. Sometimes I feel a little lackluster from him and not, you know, not in a complete bad way, but this match here, mm-hmm. it was really really good, dude. It was it was he brought a fight to <clears throat> Roman Reigns that uh fight that I didn't see being brought. Yeah, me either. Me um, either. So, that made this match even better. Uh honestly though, um Roman happened to have his cousin save him, basically, throughout the match. Yeah, the numbers game got to him. Yeah, it didn't help make this match. I would think this match could have been a lot better without Usos, Jay Uso's involvement. Um, but it did, it did make it more um, compelling, I guess, in a way where it was like, every time you think Owen is about to just finally end this match, get the top... Jay shows up out of nowhere. And pulls him back down pulls him back the ladder. Down. It's yeah. like, oh, dude. So, I mean, it seemed like we were at one point where it was just I like. Mean, I mean, the dude didn't ever give up. I mean, he got freaking speared through a freaking table, dude. And still got up and went after Roman and, and pulled him off the off the ladder. I'm like thinking, what? what, what? And even, I think at one point Roman was like. What did I gotta do to this guy? Because he, he wasn't quitting. Well, he kept yelling out, You're gonna have to kill me! <laughs> yeah. 
So it was it was a good match, dude. I, I enjoyed it. I didn't like how it ended, but that's just because of the low the, blow and guillotine yeah. choke. The basically the two things that pretty much end anybody's night. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But Roman Reigns retained his championship. So we didn't really have many surprises when it came to championships. Um you know, only the tag titles changed hands uh last Sunday, so not totally a whole surprise there. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I wanted the New Day. You kind of thought the Hurt Business was probably going to take I, I it. I wanted the New Day, but I've seen the way the Hurt Business has been lately and the way they've been pushing them. Right. So I just I went on a limb. Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm sorry if I caused the loss, but, you know. Yeah, so it's your fault. We're blaming you. It's my fault. You can blame me. But the match of the night was the psycho thriller of the night. <laughs> Yes. The mind games, the maniacalness, the craziness, the... Why wasn't this a championship match? Uh, No. was just beyond all reprieve as we had Randy Orton taking on The Fiend in the Firefly Inferno match. Yeah. Yeah, this match was crazy, dude. I mean, we had... We had freaking... Gasoline, we had freaking all sorts of crazy crap. Lighters, matches, um, uh, what was it? A, a pick shovel? A pickaxe. A pickaxe. Yeah. Yeah, we had a pickaxe. We had, um, a, uh, an, an, a, an axe handle without an axe. Yeah, an axe handle without the axe. We had the freaking. We had Bray Wyatt's rocking chair there. Uh, yeah. Oh, the uh, the leather straps. Yeah. Man, it's just it, it was crazy. It was a good match. Um, like seriously, I'm surprised they didn't catch the whole place on fire. Um, cause there was fire everywhere. Yeah, we we were kind of surprised too because the last Inferno match we had actually witnessed, they set the ring outside of the ring on fire. But this whole new setup was just like, holy crap. Yeah, this is kind of scary. It was like a nightmare, dude. Like, everywhere you turned, there was fire. And then you got, then not only that, but you got the gasoline. And you got the lighter. And you got the, you know, the matches. And I'm like thinking, anywhere could be on fire at this point. I'm like thinking, they're going to burn this whole arena down. Yeah. Hope they don't need to play basketball anytime soon in Amway Arena. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's on fire. Pretty much, dude. It I mean, crazy. You, you know they had to turn off the, probably had to turn off the fire sprinkling system. But yeah, I mean, Bray Wyatt, he came in in fashion like he always does. Um, you know, Randy Orton, no matter what he did, he couldn't get the upper hand. And he's trying to hit him, trying to do his moves on him. And. Bray Wyatt just stood there and, like, laughed at him for the first, like, two minutes of the match. Yeah. It was like, wow, what the... F-, Taking know. punches and hits and just kept staring at him and laughing at him. Unfazed and... He's, <laughs> he's the fiend, I mean... He almost lit Randy Orton on fire because he doused the chair and a pathway of, of gasoline to the chair, put Randy Orton in it, Lit a, lit a liner, dropped it on the fire, and was about a foot away from Randy Orton catching on fire when and Randy Orton moved. Yeah. Randy dives out of the chair. Yeah, and then and then the sadistic fool walks past the chair, and puts his head on the yeah, and causes uh, it to start rocking. Uh, just goes, like, 
I'm like, really? Yeah. It was just insane. Orton uh, ended up catching the Fiend on fire. Uh, <laughs> after he put him in the mandible claw, he turned the Fiend around and pushed him back, got him to catch on fire. We never heard a bell ring officially, actually, at all at that point. Um, they went back into the ring and stole the Fiend on fire, and Orton hits him with an RKO. Yeah, because, I mean, the Fiend got back in the ring. He's standing up with fire all over him. Yeah. So Randy Orton hits him with the RKO, and he's and then looking the fire at him went out. stunned. And the fire's out. <laughs> and then Randy got a weird, sadistic look on his face. He did. This is not good. It's never good when Randy Orton does this. He goes over, finds the gasoline container, or canister, and pours it on the Fiend. <laughs> goes back out, grabs matches, and lights the Fiend on fire. And then... And then just go, gets out of the ring and does this Randy Orton pose as we go black. <laughs> yeah, I mean, dude, wow. The way that ended, it's like, if the Fiend's not dead, now he's undead. You think they're setting him up to be the next Undertaker? Yeah, and which is stupid. I don't. So, I don't like that at all. Uh, I know it's a little sin, but you know, I, it's not the fact that it's sin. It's just it shouldn't be happening. <laughs> you know, we don't have another Hulk Hogan. We had something like Hulk Hogan, but it was John Cena. But he's not Hulk Hogan. You know, it's a completely different type. They never pinned him as Hulk Hogan. You know, they didn't go. Oh, it's. Cena mania, you know, that that's disrespectful. Yeah, and now you got to have the fiend that's kind of like Undertaker, as in basically doing Undertaker's type stuff. It's just stupid. Well, not really. Uh, the fiend is more sadistic and more psychological. I don't tell um, me that Mark Calloway would not have been sadistic and maniacal if he could have got away with it. Well, yeah, he probably could have. I'm just saying. Uh, the, the way they're setting this character up, um, he'll be something crazy for sure, but he won't be Undertaker crazy or King crazy or any of that. He'll be his own own kind of entity. So, yeah. Yeah. All right, man. So, uh, that's basically it. Yeah, um, it was a good pay-per-view, man. It I was. Mean, it was a great uh, pay-per-view. I was actually... I mean, I, I haven't caught myself... Yelling at the TV in excitement in a while on that WWE match was, uh, I was back and forth and, uh, uh, it was funny cause, cause, uh, my fiance Tara, she's, she's looking at me going, who are you rooting for? <laughs> yeah. A few times when it came down to Roman and Kevin Owens and stuff. Yeah. Uh, and that, like I've, now I did predict that the Miz would probably be involved in this match, but it wasn't the way I predicted it. Because the way I figured it was actually going to be in his involvement is he was probably going to wait until the very end of that match. Whoever won was going to be exhausted. He was going to come up, attack him with the briefcase, and then hit the uh, skull-crushing finale on them, and then cash it in, and then just pin win, as normal seems to be for the winners. Yeah, uh, this year's Money in the Bank just kind of it's uh, squashed. It. Wasn't even was great. Wasn't even uh, that great. I didn't like the what they did to uh, what they did to Otis with it. And then I mean I'm okay with the Miz not being because yeah. he wasn't really he did he wasn't deserving of it. He didn't win the Money in the Bank. I'm sorry. I don't care what anybody says. 
Yeah. Rogers won that shit fair and square. So yeah, but yeah. So it was great. Um, was great pay per view. Great way to end the year for pay per views for yes, WWE. I know it's crazy. We've got like till January thirty first before there's even another pay per view, which so. is of course the Royal Rumble. Yeah. So starting <clears throat> not this Monday night, but the following Monday night, we'll be officially on the road to WrestleMania as we kick off the new year when for all on I believe the fourth of January. Yeah, yeah. So that will be the first official step towards the road to WrestleMania, of course, which culminates January 31st with the Royal Rumble. Surprisingly late in the month. Um, usually that's a little bit sooner, but, you know, I guess it's the way it, it had to work out for him. I, I don't get it. Um, usually they're, like, in the middle of the month type thing, so it kind of threw me off, too. I'm like, uh, okay. Yeah. So... so. All right, man, so we'll be back tomorrow night when we talk about some basketball. We had a good week of basketball to start off the NBA season officially. That's what's up. Yes, sir. And also, we'd like to thank you all. We did make it, bro. We're over 200 downloads for the month. Yes, brother, that's what's up. Thank you so much, everyone. We appreciate you. We do. We appreciate it, and we hope you can keep enjoying it. And as always, keep Keep on on talking talking sports. sports.